We are so glad that you were listening to the Temple of God International podcast. We as a family are praying for you and we believe that this is just the word that you need. God bless you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let's pray. Happy Father's Day anyway to all the guys in the house. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, will forever bless your holy name. What a good God you are. What a merciful Father. This morning in this place, we come to you just as we are, that you speak to us. Open thou our eyes that we may behold wondrous things in your word. Speak to us, O Lord. Open our hearts. Spirit of the living God, fill this auditorium. Fill our lives. May we never be the same again. Father, your word that you sent, may you not return to you void, but may it accomplish that which you please. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Today, I want to continue from where we left off. But then, just believe God that an insight will be given to you. Amen and amen. I'm just going to read four verses of scriptures. Then, I wouldn't close my Bible, but then it's got believe that it's going to come forth from me as we join the verses of scriptures together. But it's going to be a practical Christianity. Hallelujah. Something that you will do well if you pay attention to it. The first verse of scripture that I want us to look at is John chapter 4, verse 12. John chapter 4, verse 12. John chapter 4, verse 12. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. You're always here, but take absolute control. Father, even as I pray, O oh Lord, days that I've gathered, they've gathered because of you, not because of me. Therefore, use me as a vessel. For your glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. John chapter 4, verse 12. Are we there? It says, I'm, I have King James and I'm reading from King James. It says, Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us this well, and drank thereof himself and his children, and his cattle. Second portion of scripture, Genesis 28. Genesis 28. We want to read from verse 20. Genesis 28. Genesis 28. Probably let me start from verse 18. It says, And Jacob arose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillow and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of the place Bethel. But the name of the city was called loose at the first. Verse 
And Jacob vowed a vow saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in, the, in this way, that I go, and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace. Then shall the Lord be my God. Verse 22 says, And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be the house of God. And of all that thou shalt give me, I shall surely give a tenth unto thee. Genesis 31, third verse of scripture, verse 13. Genesis 31, verse 13. Genesis 31, verse 13. I am the God of Bethel, where thou anointed the pillar, and where thou vowest a vow unto me. Now arise and get thee out of the land, and return unto the land of thy kindred. Last verse of scripture is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 13. I read from verse 11. It says, Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect, be of good comfort. Be of one mind, live in peace, and the God of love and peace be with you. Greet one another with an holy kiss. All the saints salute you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. Now, let me start from the end, okay? Now, this is a letter to you and I. And the Bible says that after all that the church went through, the church was a vibrant church. Good things were happening. So many. One man of God says that, and he's a credible man of God. And if I can mention his name, it's Ora Roberts. He says his best book is the book of Corinth. Because there are so many examples that we can relate or so many lessons that we can pick up in this generation. Are you there? Troubles, all sorts of blessings, all sorts of grace, all sorts of manifestation, explanation of how things work. Then he ends by telling us that Christianity is said that we need the grace. Everyone needs the grace of God. And I'm going to relate it to our father Jacob. Every one of us need the grace of God. Every one of us have to be in the center of the love of God. And every one of us have to know how to commune with the Holy Spirit. In other words, the Holy Spirit should be your personal friend. And you'll be a successful Christian. You'll be blessed beyond measure. Now, I picked Jacob on this Father's Day. We started on Wednesday. And you do well to pick up the Wednesday message. It's a bit tough. 
but you will do well. These are the things that have brought us this far. And I also use, I'll say certain personal things. Are you there? But I'm not ashamed of it because it will help somebody. Is somebody hearing me? I'm going to open my heart and let me just talk. And God will bless it. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about Jacob, our father, dug a well. But then it was such that the well is everlasting and the well is still in existence. And he himself, he drank of the well. Are you there with me? What does it tell you and I? Are you there with me? That we have the grace, are you there with me, to do something everlasting. We have the grace to do things that you and I will benefit. And our children's children would also benefit to the glory of God. Is somebody hearing me? Now, the Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews that people, like characters like Jacob, are you there with me? They are people that we should pick and learn from them. The Bible says we should be followers of them who through faith and patience inherited their promises. Are you there with me? That God, in fact, he made a prayer that God, if you be with me, and he poured on you. And God, two chapters later, God says that I am the God that you made that prayer, you made that vow. I am the God that when you poured that oil, I am the God that when you established the church, I was all watching you. So you obtained a promise. He obtained, clearly obtained a promise. Please, if we are children, listen with open hearts to the glory of God. Is somebody ready? Now, who is this Jacob? And I'm going to pick certain things about him. One of the clear things about Jacob is that he loves blessings or he prefers God. He loves blessing. I said on Wednesday that one of his signs, one of the things, are you there? Even though the Bible tells us in the book of Romans, the Bible also tells us in the book of Hebrews, and so many other places, that God personally, even before they were born, he was already selected. As if God knows, are you there? And we can also learn from it. And if our life is not going that way, let us try as much as possible to align and change our course to the glory of God. Are you there with me? Because we have the greatest of potential. Are you there with me? We have the greatest of potential. I mean, if this life passes away, then it's bad. But so long as we are living, there is hope. Is somebody hearing me? And we have these things. We have these things to learn. Are you there with me? So open your heart and learn. He chose God. He chose God. Are you there with me? He chose God. You see, we can all go on places. We can, anything can happen. You get it? It can happen that, oh, you are found in work. Are you there with me? This uh, Sunday, you, it can happen that, oh, you travel somewhere. It, it can happen that, I mean, you are somewhere and that. But you find out that, right, and we don't change when we, we go on holiday. It tells us that we are flying very low or you are in school. So you, you don't serve God again. Are you there with me? You've traveled overseas. You are in the Caribbean. You are in Africa. You are in So you cannot zoom in. You cannot serve. It tells you how you take God. Is somebody hearing me? The first thing that I will say about, probably I'll say about 10 catching things, then that's it. Are you there with me? Is that he knew that according to their custom, the firstborn 
is automatically blessed. And certain things come directly to him. Are you there with me? And he wanted it because he wasn't the firstborn. Are you there with me? And the transactions happen very easily. And I will warn us, brethren, that we have to be conscious of unconscious. Uh, we have to be conscious, okay, of unconscious words. Little, little things. Are you there with me that we say? Are you there with me? It goes a long way to change things around. Are you there with me? Because the Bible tells us that by our words, this is uh, Matthew chapter, uh, Mark chapter 7, by our words, in fact, it's in Matthew chapter 12 as well. The Bible says that by our words, we will be accepted, by our words, we will be condemned. Are you there with me? So the transaction didn't involve anointing oil. The transaction didn't involve taking the Bible, putting your hand and making a vow. The transaction didn't involve, but it was just a conversation. Remember the book of Malachi will tell you and I that when two people are talking, God hears in the book of remembrance. Sometimes even husband and wife, when you are talking, God hears in the book of remembrance. Are you there with me? So we have to be careful concerning that. The other thing is the risk that he took for the father's blessing. The father blessed him twice. Are you there with me? The father blessed him twice in Genesis 27 and Genesis 28. And the father sent him away. Now, the Bible tells us that whilst he was on his way, he had an encounter by dream. Are you there with me? Where God spoke to him. After the encounter, he did something interesting. Are you there? Which I believe that every one of you, every one of you, every one of you, let us learn these things. Are you there with me? The thing that he did that God later remembered and God made reference to it, the first thing was he put the foundation or a pillar down and he said this will be the house of God. And he poured oil on it. God later made reference to it. We have read it. Then the other thing was that he made a prayer. He made a vow. Are you there? Which all of us we can make. Are you there with me? Then he set off. Are you there with me? Another thing that we can learn, you and I, is that that encounter with the Father, that encounter of the change of the birthright, that encounter with God in a dream, are you there with me? Poured grace unto him. He was able to do what others couldn't do. And that is what every one of you should be able to do. Is somebody hearing me? The Bible tells us in Genesis 29 that when he got to his destination, he was going to the east, he was going to Laban, his mother's brother. And when he got there, he met. We talked about it Wednesday, but I just want to say and, I mean, try to explain it with the New Testament, the promise that we have. The Bible says that when he got there, he met a group of people looking after a flock of sheep. And they watered the flock at midday. And what they do is that they wait for everybody to come. Then they use their strength to move the stone off the mouth of the well. Amen. But Jacob didn't wait for anyone. He was able to do it. And you and I, 
we are also able to do it. Unless we don't want to do it. The Bible says there is something, a supernatural energy, a supernatural favor, a supernatural mercy, a supernatural thing that comes upon us when we accept Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that Jesus was so much for, this is John. It says Jesus was so much, the Bible says grace and truth came. Are you there with me? And Jesus is the one that introduced grace. Are you there with me? And anytime anybody accepts Jesus Christ, God bestows or God pours grace onto that person. And that is what you are going to use to do the uncommon things. That is what you are going to use to move stones. That is what you are going to use to do things that the ordinary human cannot do. Or people are waiting for others. Let's all come together and let us acquire this. Let us all come together and let's get involved in this. Let us all come together and let us do this. Is somebody hearing me? The grace comes to us when we first accept Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. The Bible also tells us that the grace comes to us when we read the word. The Bible tells us that the grace also comes to us when we pray. Come boldly unto the throne of grace. In prayer, grace comes. Even in giving. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. It says, when we give sparingly, the result will also be sparingly. And when we give bountifully, the result will also be better. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. Are you there with me? That means through giving, grace comes upon your life to move the stones. To move the things that you think you need other people's help. The Bible says that when a minister full of the Spirit is preaching, in Ephesians chapter 4, grace is ministered. So when you are hearing preaching, grace is coming into your life. Grace is coming. But is it possible that you can be disequipped and not move any stone? Yes. Is it possible that you can be disequipped and no move any stone, yes. Because the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1, the Bible says that, listen, there is a grace. Are you there with me? 2 Corinthians chapter 6, we could put it on the screen. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1. The Bible says that, 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 6. It says, we then, as workers together with him, beseech you that he receive not the grace of God in vain. You know, when you receive the grace of all these things, I'm telling you avenues in which the grace of God can be poured, bestowed on you. Paul says that, listen, I am what I am, but the grace of God, I am what I am. But the grace that was bestowed on me was not in vain. How was the grace bestowed on? Was it through prayer? How was the grace bestowed on Paul? Was it true when he accepted Jesus Christ? Was it true Bible reading? How was the grace bestowed on Paul? How was the grace bestowed on Paul? But he noticed that he was able to do things. And it was the grace that made him do it. It was the grace that made. It was the grace that made Jacob do what he did. But it is very likely that you can be in a church and not do anything. Because you think, but you, little would you know that accepting Jesus Christ itself, a measure of grace is poured on you. Every prayer meeting, every Bible reading, grace is ministered to you. Anytime you are hearing preaching, grace, 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 grace. So you can be so much full of the grace and not do anything, not move any stone. When I say not do anything, there are things that you are waiting for people to do. And as fathers, we are to dig wells, which is regrettable. As fathers, we are to do things. 
that we will leave it for our children's children. Is somebody hearing me? So God is a good God. God is a, he has given us all this avenue for us to be graced. All this avenue for us to be graced. So all that we have to do is to step out in faith and move the stones that we have to move. Is somebody hearing me? All that we have to do is to believe. After you hear an encouraging word, go ahead. Go ahead and do what others cannot do. Is somebody hearing me? Go ahead and dig the wells and dig deep wells and drink thereof and leave it for 4,000 years for people to come and drink and still let it be in existence. Is somebody hearing me? So many after a prayer meeting, do something. After a Bible reading, do something. That means that every morning we are graced when we do our quiet time. Is somebody hearing me? These are the avenues of grace. Avenues of grace. Avenues of grace. And please listen to me. It is very likely, Paul says, that, listen, I'm the least of the apostle. I'm not even meet to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But I am what I am. And what made me is the grace. So what will make you and I is the grace. So if you have all these things from God, not from the pastor, and you are not making anything with it, are you there with me? Another time that the grace also kicked in. Sometimes in life, we meet difficult cars. Sometimes we meet difficult things. Sometimes at work. Sometimes even in marriage. Sometimes in the neighborhood. Are you there with me? There are situations which are called thorn in the flesh. There are situations that you pray that God, let it come to pass. I want the morning to come. I want the morning. Let it just come to pass. And the Bible says that in times like that, what sustains us is the grace. I don't know whether you've gone to work 20 years and they've cheated you. They've cheated. They've taken your wages. Are you there with me? I mean, I come and I sign an agreement with you. Now listen, I love this, your daughter. So what, what's the bride price? It says, okay, the bride price is seven years of labor. Seven years of labor. Then, at the seventh day, at the seventh year, when they did the function, the Bible says he called all his kindred and his neighbors and they did the function. I don't know exactly what happened. Probably he was drunk or whatever it is. But he got up and it wasn't what he asked for. And the same thing happens at our workplaces. The same thing happens. The same thing. Sometimes certain things you are surprised that a Christian it is happening to you. But God is still with you. Amen. Sometimes painful things. Do you, know, do you know what it means to have a thorn in the flesh? I don't know whether you've had um, when we were growing up. Every so often, you could find something go into your skin. There was a way we used to get it out. Either you use a, a pin or so to be picking it up, picking it up, picking it up, picking it up. But anytime you press it, you want to know whether it's gone, it's press it. When it presses, it's pushing deep and it's painful. So the enabling factor to move the stone is the same enabling factor that keeps you when things are rough. Is somebody hearing me? He says, listen, you are my uncle. But 20 years I worked for you. 10 years you've changed my wages. And if behold, he was, you know, man, behold, I go out and a lion or a bear attack any of the little lamb, you take it from my wages. You don't spare me. And his cousins were so rude. 
His uncle himself, when he told him, listen, I want to leave. Give me something. I've worked for you. Your two daughters, 14 years. Another six years, I've worked for you. Give me something. Then the uncle took this thing, then gave it to his sons that they should separate it. Okay, we'll see how you are going to get this particular tie. Because if I've taken this color, this speckle, and this colored, this thing from the flock, then how are they going to produce? But God is greater. Is somebody hearing me? Let me just say something to you. I know sometimes fatherhood or sometimes life is said that. Sometimes even children don't turn out to be the way you plan. Are you there? So many things happen. So many painful things. And you may ask yourself, oh God, why have you forsaken me? But I tell you, he's not forsaking you. At the end, at the end, you understand the part. The Bible says that, listen, when they left Egypt, there was an easy way. The Bible says that there was 11 days journey and there was an easy way. But God took them through a far road. Why? Because the Bible tells us in Genesis, uh, Exodus chapter 14, like the fight that they would encounter. Are you there? Sometimes certain doors are closed. Are you there with me? So sometimes certain doors are delayed. You see, let me just say this to you, the fathers in the house. You know, breakthrough is not an overnight thing. Are you there with me? Then also let us try our best to do something to leave our children. Sometimes serve God well. Serve God to the best of our ability. The Bible says something very interesting in Genesis 26 that Isaac was in economic difficulty. Now, the Bible tells us that in Genesis 25, Abraham was blessed in all things and Abraham was rich. And the Bible says that Abraham gave all his riches and that he didn't give it to his other children and that he gave it all to Isaac. But by Genesis 26, the money was finished. He became an economic refugee. He was about to move to Egypt and God said, don't go. Stay here and I'll bless you. Meaning that what? The money was finished. He was struggling. It was farming. It was a dry time. But the Bible says something in verse 5. Come with me. Genesis 26 verse 5. Which every one of us we are capable because we have the grace to do it. Glory be to God. Is somebody being blessed? The Bible says that the reason why God said this, let's, let's read from verse 4, 4 and 5, okay? And every one of us, we have the grace to do this. He says that, I will make thy seed multiply as the stars of heaven, and I will give thy seed all these countries, and in thy seed shall the nations of the earth be blessed. Why? Why, why, why are you doing this for me? Is it because, is it because of your effort? No, because what? Because that Abraham obeyed my voice. May you receive grace to obey God's voice. And kept my statute, kept my charge. May you receive grace. Please, don't joke with church. Don't joke. I'm going to, I will end by telling you, tell, I was from nowhere. From nowhere. That will be the end. Listen to me. Listen to me. Give your life. Take a pillar. Take a pillar. Take a pillar and establish God's church. There was a time. A man's servant was dying. Luke chapter 7. 
And the servant was a good servant. You know, sometimes you have, even among the children, isn't it? Among your workers, among your staff, among your friends, you have the best. And the Bible says that the servant that was sick was dear unto him. So he sent that they should go and call Jesus. Now, when the people went, they knew that Jesus was a man on a mission. Are you there? Controlled by the Holy Spirit. But the people said something. That this man is worthy that you go and do it for him. Because what? He has built us a synagogue. He has built us a synagogue. And I'm going to show you how, Jacob, God, when he was being cheated at the marketplace, God came through. Because of the work of God. Is somebody hearing me? Now, the Bible tells us that you have the grace to keep the charge of God. You have the grace to keep his command. You have So these are the things that when we do it affects our children. Not the money that we leave them. Not the houses that we give them. These are the things that may go to 24. Go to 24. 24 of the same verses are, And I will make, please take note. And I will make thy seed to multiply as a 24, 24, 26, 24, 26 to verse 24. He says that, and the Lord appeared unto him the same night. This is after he built an altar. He says, I am the God of Abraham. Fear not, I am with thee. Hmm? And what? I will bless thee. And what? I will multiply thee. Because of what? Your offering. Because of what? Your prayers. Because of what? Because he has given an offering. He has built an altar. And God appeared to him. He has built an altar. Are you there with me? And God appeared to him. And God says, I appear to you because of the offering, the altar that you built. Because of your father's sake. May we have fathers in the house. May we have fathers in the house. May we have fathers in the house that are ready to dig well because the grace of God is being bestowed. But don't let it be in vain. Don't let it be in vain. Don't let it be in vain. The opportunity is there. Is somebody hearing me? Now, the next thing which every one of you, you need is the love of God. The Bible says that you know, sometimes relating with difficult people. Are you there with me? If you apply 1 Corinthians chapter 13 in re relating with unreasonable bosses, relating with unreasonable wives and husbands, relating with unreasonable neighbors, if you apply it, are you there with me? You are promised the presence of God. You are promised the guaranteed staying power. Is somebody hearing me? Is somebody hearing me? Now, there is something that people have not also discovered. The grace to walk on water. The power to walk on water. Are you there with me? People do not know that it's in love. The Bible says, when Jacob saw Rachel and went to negotiate, that listen, I will serve you seven years. I will serve you seven years. Just imagine. Count just the Monday. Monday morning, Monday morning, Monday morning, Monday morning. Seven years. Blessing. The traffic from work coming home. Seven years. But the Bible says that it was like easy for him. 
because of love. Listen, eh? if you go and borrow money and you are not serving God, you look at the balance, you look at the interest, it will quench you. You look at your mortgage statement. You go and take your mortgage statement and find out that, listen, at this interest rate, by 25 years, you have paid nearly 800, nearly a million pounds. Those things can make you depressed. The love of God, it makes things easy. The love of God makes things easy. Before I realize the children are good, before I realize the house is paid for, no, no, the car is paid for. The love of God, because you put love, outreach. Who was, I was thinking yesterday, I was staying here the whole day. Friday night, I was also here. I took annually from work. I'm a night worker. Friday night, I was here. Saturday morning, early morning, as I was doing nine to five like this, I was also here. I was thinking, who was on outreach? Who was on outreach? And that, that has been my lifestyle. So, Pastor, I don't pay bills. We pay bills more than any other. But we don't feel it. The love of Rachel made seven years of work easy. Find something to do in the house of God. And love God with all your heart. Love God. With all your heart. One person was idle. And God talks about not to be idle. He was just there. Whilst people are making phone calls. Oh, today a lot of people didn't come to church. And a lot of people also are not on Zoom. Whilst people are thinking, let's call, let's call. He was just there, looking at his toes. Just there, looking at his toes. Then suddenly, he says, well, my wife, come and see. One toe is bigger than the other. You want to stand in front of the mirror, shouted, ah! <laughs> One year is like this, the other year is like that. Because what? He was idle. Because what? He was idle. The love of God. The love of God has really, really saved me. The love of God has really, really sometimes there are certain things I cannot even think how it came to pass. How it came to pass. Because for a long time, all our attention, all our attention. You know, recently, I was just there, and I said, ah, am I irresponsible? Because I pastored a church for about seven years, but I didn't know the offering. <laughs> I didn't know how much that comes. Tight and this, I didn't. Because like everything that was collected, were you a treasure in Rumford? It goes to the main church. I was busy calling people. They are insulting me. Busy calling people. Busy calling people. Mama, one day we had an opportunity and I don't know anybody that can break that record. We saw a house we were going to buy, buy to let. Because 2005, where were you? 2005, where were you? How old were you? 2005, where were you? 2005, where were you? You were in the UK? Yes, I was here. No, I mean, where were you? You were not in this church? No. Okay. So when the pastor is talking about his houses, now, I was a young pastor by branch, asked Emmanuel and go, we could sit in a car, go to a place, go and pray, young guys and that and that. I didn't even know how much 
I was earning, I don't even know. But we saw a house and we said we we're going to buy. Then as my dear wife was negotiating, somebody said to him that the house down the road is also for sale. So in one day, we bought two houses. Anybody that can break that record, God loves them more than us. I'm saying that because of what's happened in the high court, for everybody to know the sort of people that we are. And how we love God. Is somebody hearing me? It's a miracle. Up to this day, I can't even comprehend how it happened. And if I look back, those times, I'm so all my attention was the church to grow. All my attention was the church to grow. You know how to marriage wasn't easy. I go to certain meetings when I come, it's like a mini civil war. And I'll still go to the meeting. You get it? Now, when I look back, sometimes I tell Pastor Jacob that uh, I don't know what is happening. People don't love God like the way. Now, before I realize, major, major things that are flowing people along the way have come to pass. Let me just say this to you. Even when you put God in your heart, daily Bible reading and meditating on it, appetite for sin will leave you. When you have temptations, take the word, begin to be meditating on it. Make it, make it, make it. You find out that it will be losing its grip. It will be losing its grip. It will be losing its grip. Is somebody hearing me? Now, let me talk about also the last thing here about how to commune. Are you there or me? And also, let me say, the love together with the grace, either the combination of it, make sure, if you are hearing me, use it to buy houses. Use it. Use God's love. Are you there or me? God's love will make the payment easy. You pay it and not feel it. Let me tell you, people are paying and they are feeling People are paying and they are feeling. But how come somebody, because of this, I said, um, no offering, no tithe, no, 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 there's something wrong. You're on your own. You are on your own. Oh, Pastor, uh, oh, do this and that and that. You're on your own. There is a way to walk on water. But when you begin, the Bible says that cast your bread upon the water and after many days you find it. It says so in the morning. The, it says the wind that blows. When you observe the wind, you will not sow. When you observe the wind, you will not sow. Is somebody hearing me? Now, the last thing I want to talk about is the ability to commune with the Holy Spirit. You know, the Bible tells us that for Christ to be seen in us, there is certain characters. Are you there with me? That it blesses us beyond measure. In Galatians chapter 5, they are listed there. Then Peter also lists it, but Peter puts it in a different way, and he says that if these things be in you and they are bound, you definitely, you definitely, you will see Christ's endeavor. You see Christ moving out of you. I mean, just imagine this man that has gone to work 20 years. I mean, what sort of employees or what sort of working relationship did he have? 
if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit and the gift of the Spirit. In fact, the fruit of the Spirit, let me just dwell on the fruit of the Spirit. He, he, couldn't, he couldn't work with certain people. And today, in the United Kingdom, if you don't engage in that, now, you begin, you, you, begin, you begin to struggle or you will struggle at your workplace. Are you there with me? Because there are certain things that are painful, but the Holy Spirit, long-suffering, are you there with me, keeps you in for a period. When the time comes, God will visit you. And God showed him a master plan in a dream how to break through in such situation. But God says something interesting, that the reason why Genesis 31 verse 13 that I read, he said the reason why that I did that was that you chose to build my house. And you poured oil also on them. And you made a vow. Meaning that these three things, all of us, we can do it. Every one of you. Sometimes there are difficult situations. That get oil. Pray over it. Get a pastor to pray over it. Go and deal with it. Go and deal. Look for something practically in the house of God to do. If it's ushering, usher and be faithful. It will answer for you in time to come. There was a time he made a statement. He says that my righteousness will speak in time past. I didn't cheat you. I didn't cheat you. There was a time when he started prospering. Then his cousin started saying that, oh, look at it. He has robbed all our father. He has robbed all our, fa all our fathers. And something that I learned, which is very scary, men in the house. You know, when we go and marry, all these things that we pay in exchange, we, we still don't own the wives. Yes. Na neighbor says he was going to get the wife and the grandchildren from him. So how about the diary, the 14 years of working? And this is in the Bible. It's okay. You know what? I will allow you to go. Are you there with me? It's deep. I don't want to go deep into it, but I see when we marry, it's like the children are not released yet. It's something else, but just one day we'll talk about it. Okay. Now, look at this in closing. The Bible says something interesting. When God gave him that breakthrough, suddenly he started multiplying. And relating it to modern day, are you there with me? How come God, I pay my tithes, then I go to work and I get this harsh treatment? How come God, I pay my offering and I go to work and my ink, my wages are being deducted. My wages are decreasing. My wages are not. It's only for a time. It's only for a time. Okay. But let me just say this to you. Why we have to work together with the Holy Spirit. Because there are certain things that have to happen. The word of God will have to try us in various situations. The word of God will have to try us. The word of God will have to try us. The word of God will have to try us. So let us not take things into our hands. When we are maltreated at work, when we are maltreated in a marketplace, when we are maltreated in a house, anywhere in the family, among the siblings, let us not take matters into our hands because every step of the way, are you there? Every step of the way, one of the things that he said was that my righteousness, that means that, you see, righteousness of this modern day is doing the work. Righteousness, relating to our generation, is just doing the work. Meaning that I was just saying, oh God, you are with me. 
then how come? How come I'm not balancing? Listen, take this practically and think about it. You have a budget. Do you know what it means for you to be cheated 10 times? Change my wages 10 times. You have a budget, isn't it? At the end of the month, 40 pounds here, 30 pounds there, 120 pounds electricity, gas, this and this. Then you get your paycheck, they've cheated you. Everything will throw. You have to adjust somewhere. Probably it's the church that will suffer. But <laughs> glory be to God. No, you see, sometimes, sometimes this is how, Tina, sometimes this is how we should relate things. Oh, God, you say you will be with me. And if, you see, if God, if you tell God that, God, if, if I'm paid, I'll pay my tithe. If I'm not paid, I'll not pay my tithe. It's a simple contract. And God, 20 years, God, heaven was quiet. And they were cheating you. I don't know. Have you done a budget before? Have you done a plan? Let me just, Ecclesiastes tells us that every one of us will have to do a plan. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 says that when we go to heaven or when we pass this earth, there's no work or device. Many Bible device courses plan. So every one of you should have a plan. Every one of you should have a plan. Every one of you should have a plan and should have a budget. And you find out that when it doesn't balance, still there is God and he's still with you. Still, there is God, and He's still with you. Oh, Pastor, how am I going to survive? The grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ will see you. I don't know whether you have said, I'll do to someone. Then along the way, things change. But the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Is somebody understanding me? Is somebody understanding me? These are practical things. Practical things. Are you there with me? You see... One of the things that I have learned is that, you see, even in Jacob, I beg your pardon, Isaac, when God said to him, that stay there, but I will bless you, the Bible says he stayed there a long time. Then one day he sold and hundredfold returned. Please, nobody hearing me should think that our God is a magician. And hard work is not needed. A combination of hard work and believing in him and doing the work at the marketplace. He's also the type of God. He's a big God. Then you can get a dream like Solomon's case and everything, your balances, financial breakthrough just after the dream. Everything has changed. He's still God. But how about if you don't get Solomon's encounter? Jesus Christ, 30 years. 30 years before three and a half years, he started seeing signs and wonders. Is somebody hearing me? Fathers in the house. Fathers in the house. Jesus Christ, 30 years. Somebody, 20 years. By the end, it will speak. At the end, it will speak. I bless you today in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. That not only have you heard the voice of God, but also the grace to endure. The grace to endure in the name of Jesus. The grace to stand the storms. The Bible says that when we hear the word, it's like we are building on a rock because the storms will come. Vibrant wind, King James says, they blow. 
There are changes, there are trials along the way. But may you stand, may you survive. He says, when you pass through the water and the fire, I'll be with you, Isaiah 43. He says, listen, meaning that sometimes in life, as if we are passing through water, as if we are passing through fire, but the promise is that he will be with you. Today, I speak to someone in the name of Jesus. I speak to someone in the name, whatever thing that has not gone according to plan, whatever pain, don't think God has deserted you. Things may not happen. As you want. Things may not go according to plan. But I tell you today, the message that I've been given is that God is on course and God knows what to do. All that you have to do is learn how to commune with the Holy Spirit. When your time comes, it will reveal. When your time comes, it will speak. But at the end, you see, you see, let me just say this to you. Isaiah, I beg your pardon, Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says that, listen, the plans and the thoughts that I have towards you, there are plans of good and not of evil to bring you to an expert. At the end, may somebody call um, Angie to come in. At the end, at the end, it will speak. At the end, it will speak. In the name of Jesus. At the end, it will speak. Glory be to God. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. Today, I pour out fatherly blessing, O oh Lord. May you be aligned to the will of God. May you be aligned to the will of God. Whatever you are going through, whatever difficulty you are going through, if it's satanic, then we superimpose the will of God over that which Satan is trying to do in your life. But if it's something that you have to pass through, he said the road might be muddy, the road might be rough, but we would get there. Sometimes loved ones behave unseemly. Sometimes people that we have entrusted in ministry then he says, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to have you. In every ministry, in every church, in everywhere, sometimes your best people, they begin to disappoint. They begin to do all sorts of things. But I have prayed for thee. Today I pray, O oh Lord, for the saints. I pray, O oh Lord, for this. Anybody who's trying to backslide, anybody who's trying to fall away, anybody who do not take the saints of God serious because of satanic influence, because of the saints of God, because of the love of the world. I pray for them in the name of Jesus that their love doesn't fail. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. 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 Glory be to God. Thank you for listening to the Temple of God International Podcast. We pray that you have thoroughly received the word and that it will bless and enhance your life in unthinkable ways. We encourage you to not only subscribe to this podcast, but also to our YouTube channel. Be sure to follow us on our social media pages. We strive to encourage you with the word of God. God bless you. Until next time.